Excuse my pally More than a buddy More than a friend He's my pally More than a pal He's more next to kin On him I can always depend He's my pally What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Pally Podcast. My name is John Moss, and as always, I'm joined by my very good friend, Ryan Powell. Ryan, how are you? What's up? I'm good. I'm You're glad good. to be back. Yeah, and also, be- wait, before we get started, Timothy Wagner's wife. Hello, Timothy Wagner's wife. Thank shout, you for listening to the show. Shout out to her. That was very kind for them to reach out. Uh-huh. We hope you guys are still enjoying the show. That means a great deal to us. Yes, absolutely. Keep on listening. We're going to get better, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's well, yeah, neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not here. Mostly here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, guys, we are very excited. Today, we have a very special guest. Uh, we've been looking forward to this for a while. We talked about it ever since right, we interviewed your dad, and that was mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Yeah, long time. Uh, today in studio... We have the amazing Brad Moss, my father. What's hey. up, Dad? Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome, Brad. Welcome. This has been a long time coming. You know, we're very excited to have you. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, people loved the, the interview we did with Ryan's dad. Mm-hmm. And we thought it'd be awesome to get you in and talk. And you've you got a pretty incredible story as well. So. Yeah. We'd be doing There'd the world be... a disservice if we didn't have you. Yeah. So we're very cool. thankful. Thanks for having me. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. So... Dad, uh, first of all, you're awesome, amazing. Thanks again for being here. Let's just start from the beginning. Um, what was your birth like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was born in McKinney, uh, Call Memorial Hospital in McKinney. I know that much. Yeah, I don't recall a lot from my, my birth actually. Do you know okay. time of day okay. for anybody that might be a fan of like uh, star signs and astrological signs? astrological and like facts and stuff? Yeah, you know, I know uh, what day I was born. Yeah. That's good. That's important to know. Yeah, I'm, but that's about all the details I know. Let me, let me hit you with something right now. Do you know what day of the week I was born on? Um, you were born on a... No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fantastic. One out of seven. You got it wrong. You seem like a Sunday baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're really a Sunday baby. Nah. Yeah. Because you're so. such a good Christian boy. <laughs> 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 but um, so yeah, so you grew up in Plano, and what was that like growing up in Plano in the eighties? Well, I grew up in Plano in the seventies, and uh, fact fact, shit. Yep. You know, we lived about a block and a half from the school, so I walked to school just right down the alley. Yeah, it was two blocks away from our house. So, That's convenient. Um, you know, it was great. The whole yeah. our whole neighborhood played together all the kids played outside you stayed outside all day long every day yeah yeah i feel like that kind of stuff doesn't really happen anymore like people don't people are afraid it all depends man honestly surprisingly like our neighborhood's been pretty active Mm -hmm. but everywhere else i feel like i've lived recently it was not or before here it was not that case yeah i mean it it all depends but it seemed like yeah back then it was like that was just what people did it was completely normal 
which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Thinking, thinking about that. It is. So, yeah, so what was that like having, because uh, you're the youngest of four, what was it like having two older brothers running around in the 70s, and they're four or five years older than you, something like that? Yeah, I mean, I loved it. They were older, they were older enough that I didn't fight a lot with them. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. tell on them, so... They were pretty popular kids, so there was always girls around. Oh, and, nice. And uh, I liked it. I liked that part of it. Oh, yeah. So, if you had to pick a favorite brother, which brother would you pick? And um, they're both awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Play in the middle. Yeah, Play no your fence card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tell. know from when I was very little, Mark used to always take care of me. Mark was so awesome to me when I was little. Uh-huh. He would take me fishing and stuff like that. And Hal would too, but Mark was more um, overt about doing cool stuff for me when I was little. Because yeah. how much older was Hal than Mark? He was, he was younger than he was, Mark. Wait, he was younger? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Hal okay. was a little brother. Okay, so Mark's oldest, Hal. Hal's five years yeah. older than me, and Mark's older than him, and Robin is older than Mark. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, wait, so Robin's the oldest. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, I'm learning a lot already. Yeah, man. This family tree is getting put together in my mind. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Appreciate that. But. So when I was real little, Robin just took care of me like one of her toys or whatever. Lucky so. <laughs> <laughs> in the dollhouse. All that jazz. <laughs> so it was great. And then, but, um, you know, then they moved out. They got older and got jobs and stuff and they moved out. So the second half of my childhood was awesome too because I was like having being the only kid mm-hmm. yeah so uh, my yeah. parents didn't put a lot of rules on me so as long as I wasn't setting stuff on fire I could pretty much do what I wanted to do yeah and that's whenever you y'all moved to Wiley right that would have been like the early 80s or late yeah, we, 70s or something yeah we moved to Wiley around 1980 I still went to school in Plano one more year after we moved to Wiley mm-hmm. but um you know, I went in Plano. I had this huge class of people, and I and we moved to Wiley, and it was more of a, you know, it was more of a rodeo town back then. You know, it yeah. was a small group of people that had gone to school together their whole lives. Yeah, and then you came in and just fucked it just, all up. I came in. I did not fit in very well. Really? So, how many kids were in the class in Wiley? There was less than a hundred. There were some ninety. Some of us. Graduated. Yeah, that was pretty much like our class yeah, back in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy because like the, the time difference, shit didn't change in Farmersville. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. basically grew up in the same era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah, so, so <laughs> the year before in in Plano, we could leave campus for lunch and go places to eat and mm-hmm. move to Wiley. It's a group of people that you know have gone to school their whole lives. And you can't leave campus. It's way more strict. Yeah. Uh, and even if you left, where were you going to go? There's like nowhere to go. Yeah. There was a place called Joji's, and we had a Dairy Queen and a Sonic. Oh, and we had one stop sign right sure. in the middle of town. So at okay. Ballard in 78. Dang. That's crazy. Think about that. Like, think about that yeah, intersection right there. Because mm. I think that's about the intersection that. Um, when I was first learning to drive, we pulled out of that jack-in-the-box, and I almost ran that red light in front of those cops, and I slammed on the brakes about a foot from the intersection, <laughs> and drinks went flying, oh, and Gra- Granny was concussed in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was serious, but you handled it well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So it's this crazy thinking that that was just a, a could have been just a stop sign back then, you know. Yeah. And even since uh, um, we graduated high school, how much that area has grown. So. Yeah, it's blown up. That's for sure. Yeah. But when you so when all your siblings moved down, you were the only kid. Were you getting into like stuff because your parents weren't keeping tabs on you? Were you like the well? A bad boy? Compared to my brothers, I was mm-hmm. an angel, so mm-hmm. really, as long as I wasn't setting fires. Yeah. <laughs> but you were probably still setting those fires, though. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, from a very early on, I was doing stuff, but I wasn't getting caught or a lot. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, when I was little, my brothers were there. The cops would be at our house because they would be fighting in the driveway or something. So, yeah, I wasn't like that. Yeah, Yeah. a little bit quieter. I did get that cops did call my mom because I stole the stop sign on Brown Street. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you get it down? That was my criminal history. I stole the stop sign and. it was raining, so I just pulled. I just pulled it out of the ground. Oh, you took I mean, the whole thing! Damn! Just <laughs> it. Just it out of the ground. It's mine now. Yeah. I put it in the back of my pickup, and I thought, "Man, I'm. This is awesome. I'm a criminal." And um, <laughs> I went to my friend's house, and we took the sign off of the pole, and then uh, then we looked outside, and there was a cop car out there. And then he came up and he was like, Moss, I want my goddamn stop sign. (laughs) (laughs) Cars are just blowing through it. (laughs) T-bones happening left and right. (laughs) You've ruined our one intersection. (laughs) This is the kind of law enforcement. So um, he made me follow him in my pickup back to jail and call my mom. Yeah. And she had to come up there and pay 50 bucks restitution. And that was pretty much the end of my... Your criminal yeah. history. Yeah. So you, you I had a couple of other encounters, but yeah. Right on. Good deal. So what? Um, okay. So you grew up in Wiley and stuff like that. After your brothers moved out, what was what were Granny and Pop like back then? How were they uh, different with Hal and Mark? Um, and when y'all were in Plano, and then what did was the dynamic different when y'all moved to Wiley at all? I mean, were they? Yeah, I mean, my, so- I, you know, as my as my, uh, my mom and dad grew older, they were more better off financially. So yeah. we had all our meals at home when I was growing up. Yeah, and um, you know, my dad was making more money after my siblings moved out so we start, I started going to restaurants with them they'd go out and eat Mexican food or go play cards with their friends so mm. we ate out a lot more yeah you know? yeah um, was, was Moss construction around the whole time like since you were a kid or when did Moss construction start in um, in the late 80s you know my family's been in utility business for a long time since mm-hmm. You know, the 1920 or something. So, oh, okay. So, uh, Pop's dad? No, no, they work for this company called Cullen Construction. Oh, okay. So yeah, I've the, heard that in, name drop before. In the yeah. 80s, they pooled a little money together and they started a manhole business. Yeah. And they got subcontractors to pour manholes and their first customer was Cullen. And they started doing that for other contractors and they mm-hmm. built up some cash doing that. Yeah. And then um, 
Al left his company and started Lamb Pipe, and they started Moss, and then mm-hmm. my dad got laid off from Cullum, and Mark came, and they mm-hmm. started, it was probably, I don't know when that was, 89 or 90. So that was before the, because uh, the, there was, wasn't there like a, mar- a big market downturn in like there the was, mid-80s or something like in that? In 87, there was a, a bust, and it was a huge market downturn. Mm-hmm. And most of the companies had gone out. So during that downturn is when Moss started up. Yeah. So um, part out of necessity and part of that's what their plan was all along. Yeah. So, well, in so, uh, you know, uh, it seems like a big part of starting any business or whatever it might be, is it right place, right time? I mean, obviously hard work and all these other things, but w- one of the big factors is you get in the right time and then things you can really benefit from that hard work all the more and that kind of stuff. So that's um, kind of crazy, I'm sure, looking back and thinking about that. Them doing that manhole business and then them starting Moss Construction. And yeah. So wh- what year did you go to work for Moss Construction the, fir- the first time? Because didn't you or did Around you? Around 1990 or so. Okay. Um, I had started off, I started off working for Computer Language when... Um, I got hired when I was 17, but I didn't start working until the summer that I was 18, I think. Okay. No, I started working for them when I was 17, mm-hmm. and um, I, I went to apply there. I didn't necessarily plan on, I knew I didn't want to be in construction, so um, I knew that was a computer company, and my friend's mom worked there, mm-hmm. yeah. so... Um, I went and applied there, and uh, I had a Van Halen T-shirt on, and I expected to go to work in the mailroom or something. Yeah. So I went there, and I, I took my girlfriend with me. I was so convinced I wasn't going to get the job, and um, but I went in and they asked me if I could type, and I said absolutely I can type. Yeah. And they asked me if uh, I had computer experience. And I'd been messing around with computers for a few years, like, like mm-hmm. Apple IIs. And yeah. I just happened to have a friend that worked at TI, so I knew a lot about computers. So I said, sure. So I got a job in Datacom. So you went with age. the intention of mailroom or just not getting a job at all. And they were like, man can type. And he has good taste in music. Yeah. They never checked any of those things. I made it, tw- <laughs> I made it 23 in my typing class my senior year because I used it for a study hall <laughs> I didn't need the credit but um I got the job so nice worked somebody worked out pretty damn good so, so that company trained me and I started off really young and I learned a lot of stuff and so I had a whole computer business experience but Tom Moss was up and running so I gotcha after they got going for a while they called and hired me, and I came on and did their payroll and mm. stuff like that. What was yeah. it, what was Moss like back then? Like the dynamic, everybody was it wild? Like it was pretty. It was pretty uh, amazing right off. Like it was pretty successful right away. Within a year or two, yeah, it was doing pretty good. So because uh, the money was rolling in, and what were you guys doing with all the money? We're, we're well, brothers well, getting well, crazy. In the, the early you, days. You're using yeah. you guys pretty loosely because uh, <laughs> I did very well, but my brothers made a ton of money, and my dad did too. And uh, mm-hmm. it was awesome. You know, we got to 
they took us to the Super Bowl and all kinds of stuff. We'd go on fishing trips every year and um, you know my brothers had a, a, a ranch so we'd go deer hunting and things mm-hmm. like that. So some of the best memories of my life are yeah. deer hunting and hanging out and doing stuff or going to Super Bowl with my brothers so it was pretty exciting. That's awesome. What? Oh, you first? Well, I was going to say about that, that Super Bowl, that the when y'all went, it was at the Rose Bowl in California, right. and that was when uh, Mom was pregnant with me, right? That's that, correct. So that must have been um, amazing to go on that trip with, with Mark and Hal, and who who all else went on that trip? I, I got named Mark Blackie, who was our okay. accountant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Mark went also, when the four of us went, and... Uh, yeah, we had a ball. I don't yeah. think any of us had been to California before. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, because I remember uh, Granny and Pops always seeing that there was that case or that six-pack of Cokes or something like that. I think it was from that Super Bowl. Yeah. It was just oh, in the garage. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it yeah. was from that, from that Super Bowl. Dang, you could have been a Super Bowl baby, dude. Yeah, you could have been born on the 50. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what, you know, have what Christine a, go out there streaking pregnant all of a sudden gives birth birth on the 50 <laughs> on national television yeah I don't think that she would have liked that yeah. I think yeah, I think it would have been a hell of a story for, for me to yeah. you know, this podcast so get a lot more listeners oh yeah, yeah that'd have a, I'd have a big social media following <laughs> at this point you know, but. right before Michael Jackson went on there was the $50 line conception <laughs> oh now we're talking about the conception <laughs> Oh shit! So, so that was you, so you went to work for Moss Construction. Um, you said it in 1990. When did you go back into working back with uh, telecommunications and stuff like that? Like you, you know, you, I, you know um, I had a lot to bring to the table when I first started there. I built them a new estimating system and changed a lot of their business practices and stuff. And there just wasn't a whole lot for me to do. Yeah. You know, after that initial time period, and uh, they had hired uh, people. Um, they had hired a big staff all around. There just really didn't seem to be a spot for me anymore. So uh, I went back to school and got my certifications up to date. Uh, SMU had a, a program, so I went back to the school and got all my networking certifications and. Microsoft certifications and Novell certifications and I went back to work I went to work for EDS what year was that? Uh, 98 back in 98 okay so you, and you worked you stayed uh, in that field again till till when it was that it was after the till 2001 2002 okay. right okay. in there so what was that like working in that industry at that time when things were just exploding everywhere I mean well, the internet the internet was exploding like I, my first internet accounts were like uh, shell accounts you know you would lo- you would get on your computer at home and you would dial in and log into a Unix computer somewhere else and from there you would do command line stuff to uh, computers around the internet and uh, so it was just like the birth of the world wide web and, and um, it was awesome you know, I got to see some of the like the first online tax returns that were done, and uh, that must have been a 
crazy to be a part of, especially um, being that far ahead of the curve. Because I'm sure for that, you, yeah, that, I, those tax returns I got to do in the '80s, but when I went back into it, it was just about the time that uh, DSL was coming around, and so um, I was I specialized in designing and building DSL networks. So I would go to phone companies and, and uh, install, show them how to install their DSL networks and how to configure all that stuff. And, and you got to travel around the, the country and stuff doing that, right? Didn't you go oh, to, yeah. uh, did you go to Canada at one point? Did you tell me that or where, where all did you go? No, I don't, yeah, I don't know I went, why on earth. I went to pretty much every major city. There was a couple of them that my bosses preferred to go to. So I never went to Chicago and but most big cities in the United States I've been to yeah. what was the best one? Uh, I had a lot of fun when I went to uh, San Jose and San Francisco okay and, oh Cali California what you yeah. do in California? besides work my, I had a friend that was out there I had a friend that lived out there close to uh, um, close to like close to Zuma Beach and stuff right there by Malibu. Okay. So I went out there and stayed with him for a week. and, and uh, You get a smirk on your face like something happened out there at yeah. Zuma Beach. No, it was, <laughs> it was, it was pretty low-key. That wasn't that crazy, but it was still a really good time at that time of my life. So. Yeah. yeah. That must have been pretty cool getting to travel around. and um, I'm sure especially because... I, I think for most people that have to do that over a long period of time, I'm sure that that starts to weigh on you and get taxing and stuff. But I'm sure for uh, there for at least the first couple of years, that had to have been fun as shit, kind of going around, you know, seeing different places and stuff. I'm sure that was... Yeah, you know, I'd never used a credit card before or never really traveled. And I lived in Wiley, Texas. Yeah. Um, and then um, a year later, I'm in Manhattan, you know, getting a hotel, all that stuff was very new for a young guy. Yeah. So. And you were like, yeah. what do you mean decline? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell is a declinade? <laughs> declinade? Because uh, it's like beep, boop, boop, beep, 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 bop, bop. It's, it's like a 20-minute like deal. They run the card, and then you wait for 45 minutes. And they're like, ooh, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> My guy. We got a problem. <laughs> I got so, you. So, you know. It was cool. It's it's um after a while it gets a little taxing because you're um all the travel that I did by, was mainly by myself. Very yeah. rough, very seldom did I travel with other people. Yeah, and you don't want to go see the Golden Gate Bridge by yourself, and you don't want to go to Manhattan and go see a play by yourself. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure too at that time you had two young kids. You had me and Jason back home, so I'm sure that was also kind of difficult at times to. Had to travel around a lot, and what was what was uh, going on then? Like, what was Granny and Pop helping out with us as well then at the time, or was it just Mom that was having? Well, we always had a daycare, you know. Yeah, yeah. Granny and Pop always loved to, you know, watch it when we went out to eat and stuff. So they were always very helpful. So yeah, you know, our marriage was great. We bought that house in Wiley, and uh, yeah, and then. Um, so when I went back in, I was uh, I got cut accounts that were in town. When I went back into telecom, I got 
the 7-Eleven account that was here in Dallas. So yeah, I had an office downtown that I was at half the time, and I had an office in Plano. And then I got um, a big gig where I was out of town for a long period of time. Like I went to uh, Oklahoma for six months. Yeah. Yeah, that was more like eight months. And, uh, you know, I had a job in Oklahoma, so I would leave the house at 4.30 on Monday morning and get in my truck and drive to Tulsa and be at a, at a staff meeting at 8.30 or 9 o'clock and, oh, shit. and stay in an apartment in Tulsa all week and then get home. Yeah. That's, that's, and, that's really tough on a marriage when yeah. Christine was home with you two young kids. And yeah. how old were the boys when that was going on? I don't know, you were in... I would have been, it, I would have like been seven, like, maybe if that's like six, yeah. seven-ish range. Yeah. If that would have been, or if, if it was a 98, it would have been five. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, between, I guess, five and seven, somewhere around there. So, Jason, just a couple years behind that. So, yeah, that had to be uh, pretty challenging. I do remember as a kid one time when, I think we were still living in Wiley, and you brought back some American Airlines little planes that were like the, the wind-up deal where yeah. you could oh, roll the plane back yeah. and then it would take off. And it actually lift well, off? Well, it wouldn't... Uh, no, nah, not back. It was just uh, kind of yeah. like it was about to take you could off. Just, and it would, you'd wind it back and then you'd roll it to the terminal. I, I, I think there was like a little <laughs> red button on top too. You could press it and it would do the... Oh, that's so, Some cool. shit like that. That's if I pretty cool. Equipment. And so we thought that was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. You know. And... Uh, and I remember, you know, like, so that was what was I thought was so cool when we were younger is how much you knew about computers and stuff because nobody else knew as much as you did, like, in that regard about technology and all these different kind of things. And I can remember they're uh, always wearing a shirt that you had, probably by, like, fifth grade or something like that. They said they're only... Ten types of people in the world: those who understand binary and those who don't. That's because in binary, the number ten is two, uh, and so it was just like at a young age, I would wear it around. People would be like, "What? What the fuck are you doing, kid?" I'm just like, I'm just like you fucking dumbass. You don't know binary." You know? <laughs> My dad knows binary. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. And you could push up your gloves. My dad knows binary. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. And like, if you can imagine chubby young John wearing his, you know, being able to fit into his dad's shirt by the time he's like in the fifth grade. You know? <laughs> Oh, oh man, yeah, dude. So all that traveling and all that was pretty taxing, though, on on just the whole situation. It, Did it you really spend a lot was. of time you like know, missing? I, I, there was I was out of town uh, with ten guys that were with you know, mm-hmm. ten guys, uh, ten people out of town by themselves all week. Mm-hmm. You know, drinking and shooting pool and going yeah. to just guys being dudes, guys yeah. being guys, yeah, guy guys. Missing, <laughs> missing your family, it's taxing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so flash forward a little bit. When did you go back to working at Moss then? I guess that would have been 2002. Well, you know, then the telecom kind of crashed right there. Yeah. And um, I stayed on. You know, Lucy Bob, I went to work for International Network Services and Lucy bought us. So now I'm a, a like a DSL product manager for Lucent, and I'm going out and um, 
you know, installing DSL gear. and. Well, I feel like I can remember from that time period going where I feel like they used to have outside of neighborhoods they would have like a small building or something like that where the whole network would be set up. They still have those. They're they all still, over the place. They still have those? Because yeah, I, I can think in neighborhoods? It was a small, I mean, we're not talking about like a building building. It yeah, would yeah. be like a, if you've seen like a like small. Like a porta potty size. What, what, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. What looks like just like outside of a neighborhood. A that's where the network and stuff was set Do up. they call it a closet? I feel like that's the thing. They, they, well, if it's, like, if it's like a... Uh, Probably if it's like a server closet or something like that yeah. in a building, but I'll tell you, there's one it's thing like a I don't know. Hardened room, you know, under real thick concrete. Yeah, I feel like I can remember going to some of those when I was little, um, very vaguely. You know, I they have them in Murphy. You know, one of my customers was uh, CoServe here in Briscoe. Yeah, they have their central office over there under. The water tower right there, close to Warren and and uh, Preston Road. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and if you remind me after this, I still have that silver dollar they gave you, the pure ounce of silver. Oh yeah. Uh, in that the the co-server, guess it was co-server they gave it to you, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's two thousand one pure ounce silver dollar. Nice. Pretty cool. I really thought you were going to say you had the binary shirt. No, that would have been some shit. That would have been I some real do? shit. What you I unbutton do? your current shirt and you're just like, Dad. Yeah. What, what, what I, I fucking know binary. <laughs> just like you taught me, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the fucking tat, dude. Did the whole thing. You got the shirt tattooed. Dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> All I want to do is code, Daddy. <laughs> I'm coding for you, Dad. Am I making you proud now? Am I making you proud now? Yeah, dude. No, I got. I do have in, in the closet in there. A, um, I think it's a Wiley, uh, the Marauders uh, Junior High shirt, or McMillan Marauders. I had that. Um, but so anyway, so you went uh, working back at Moss. When did you and Mom get divorced? I know it was official in two thousand four, but what year? I guess like when did y'all? Because when y'all separated. Mm-hmm. Because that time, because I know... in 2002. Yeah. And so we moved to Farmersville. I remember that. And then not too long after... I think we were in Farmersville for a year or two. And then moved back to Wiley. And we were living in those apartments. And um, and I remember that. um, Because I guess by that point, you were already working back with Moss Construction. Yeah. And that was... um, I remember that was like when they had the horse camp at the ranch and stuff. That was like the Moss construction heyday was in that stretch of time where they had the, you know, I remember going to the state fair and they had the the, the show there and all that kind of shit. Yeah, it was, it was quite the time. And I came back over there and... Um, I don't know. We had a lot of great trips to the ranch. And yeah, because I can remember going, and when you're a kid, it feels like it just takes so long to get somewhere. Like even going to the ranch, which would have been like what, like a three, three and a half hour drive. Yeah. And so I remember loading up. It would be like after school or whatever it was. It would get to like a Friday, and we'd get there after dark, and being so excited when we got to the the. Uh, the ranch, like get to the to the gate or whatever, get out, open the gate. We're going to the ranch and we're going down that long 
the uh, the incline or whatever, and I'm like, we're fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> we're not fucking leaving. <laughs> we're not fucking leaving. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, at that time too, you also start. When did you? Start in AA and stuff. What what year was that? That, that was, was not meant to be time like that. That was pretty good timing. Yeah. yeah well, quite, yeah. Quite well, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, that was uh, right around that time period, right? That was in that. It seemed like it was in two thousand four, two thousand five, somewhere around there. Two thousand five, right around there, is initially where I went in. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I remember um, going like when you first started going to meetings and things like that, and uh, I can remember. Hanging out in your in the green truck and that kind of shit and um, yeah, because that was like right in that that time period. That was when you were working back at Moss and was there like a like, tipping point back then in like '05 or was it just like a, you a tipping point for my drinking? Yeah, was there just like one time where you were just like, "This is fucking it." Like I need to go. You know, I, th- I thought it was different than most people because I certainly drank less than most of the alcoholics around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The problem is, it's just that. Did you just point at I both of us when you said that? I yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, sorry. That might have been a slip, yeah. but <laughs> I would get down, and my drinking would get worse, and I couldn't stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not when I'm out having fun or whatever. I've never gone out. and It's, um, I just drink too much when I'm down. I'll do that and not stop. And it'll go on for a long period of time and it gets worse and worse so mm-hmm. I think that just got more and more painful and more and more humiliated mm-hmm. and then one day you just decided to to go to AA did you have a friend that was there already or did you just like find I'd a place go in, to it I knew that it was there I, my older brother Mark's an alcoholic so I knew that AA was there and I'd been into a few meetings over the years but I was always like Oh my God, this place is full of alcoholics. Like, yeah. This is not for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until you get desperate and realize you need some help. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was young and arrogant. I thought I knew everything. So I'm different. I'm not like the alcoholics that are in AA and it took, you know, I don't have that story where I've got arrested by the highway patrol going 110 or mm-hmm. any of that. I just, um, day-to-day humiliation and drinking like that over and over just kind of wears on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went into a rehab here in Dallas and, you know, I checked myself in and detoxed there and went to IOP in Plano and yeah. started going to meetings. And That's awesome. It takes a lot to do that. I've got a yeah. lot of respect for that, to be able to know, you know, this is what you need and Take well, care you of can't, yourself. I couldn't be a good dad. I just couldn't. Um, I just pretty wish I wouldn't. I couldn't live that long. Mm-hmm. And and instead of being afraid that like alcohol is going to kill me in a year or two, I was afraid I was going to live another ten years like that of being mm-hmm. that miserable. Wow. Yeah. Does that make any sense? No, it makes perfect yeah, sense for sure. I mean, yeah. that was honestly so, pretty profound. You know, yeah. And, I, you know, every once in a while I'll miss it, but most of the time I don't miss it at all. We just went to Vegas um, two weekends ago, and I had the greatest time in the world. Mm-hmm. Vegas is a, definitely a drinking town. Oh, yeah. So 50% alcohol, 50% well, well, I, I didn't puke one time while I was there. Yeah. So. I can tell you that you, <laughs> you saved yourself. 
because we went to Vegas in um, just a, a couple weeks before you did, and I can tell you, you saved yourself a fuckload of money by hundreds and hundreds, by quitting a thousand bucks on that. Trip. Yeah, it's fucking crazy there. We'll really bend you over and and um, yeah, show you the fifty states if you will. <laughs> but they waterboard yeah. you with the vodka Red Bulls, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so you you. Um, so how were Mark and Hal as far as like when you started, uh, like when you finally decided, you know what, I'm going to go to AA and all that kind of shit. What were their reactions? I know, I guess you said that Mark was already kind of involved and things like that. So I'm sure he was supportive. How was Hal at that time? Was it kind of difficult sometimes? Because I know that he still. I don't think he ever, uh, I think he was kind of ambivalent about it. I think he had a hard time wrapping around his mind around me being an alcoholic because I drank way less than him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm they, sure. everybody kind of judges it on their own experience. So right. I don't think he really cared much one way or the other. So Yeah. Well, and I think for everybody, it's it's all obviously different. I mean, if, if for yourself, if at any point you're deciding that this is not helping my life in any way, in fact, making it more difficult or more challenging and stuff, then who's to say what the definition of alcoholism is? Because, you know, even uh, with with Garrett, you know, my, my cousin Garrett, like, it's a, it's a similar deal. He's he's shared that he's had a very similar experience with alcohol. He's been pretty open about it, mm-hmm. that for him... Like he's like I didn't necessarily you know he he's not out drinking and driving and necessarily doing a bunch of bad stuff in any sense but for him it's it was just he'd be down and drink and then it would just be a spiral of you know kind of continuing down that path so and it's really I, I yeah I applaud you for going and and being as open as you have been about it because I'm sure it was really difficult you know and and uh, yeah and kind of admitting that and willing to take those steps because you know it, it's it's crazy what people will let their pride get in the way of you know as far as like getting help and all that kind of shit and obviously our families dealt a lot with um, addictions and stuff like that and kind of um, I, I told uh, Granny one time she was not very happy with me uh, about this when you were talking before about stealing the uh, uh, the uh, stop sign or whatever I said Granny you know, I'm your only grandchild that's never been arrested. <laughs> and she was not happy about that. I thought she would be fucking thrilled. Like, like, oh yeah, I'm so proud of you. She was just like, fuck. <laughs> One out of how many? Yeah, enough. We'll yeah, enough. That, yeah. Wait, yeah. Jason? Jason got arrested when he was in high school. It was so weird. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> Love you. It happens. <laughs> That's a crime? Yeah. Well, yeah. it was then. Yeah, it yeah. was then. Yeah, he can get that expunged from the record. Yeah. He'll just so. sell the, the judge some weed now, and it'll, yeah, that'll just go away. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, so. so. I, I'm just, just to roll back to speak to your point, you know, the difference between a heavy drinker and an alcoholic you know, somebody like Garrett, like he realizes, oh, my drinking's messing up my career or my family. Yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. That's a normal response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An alcoholic gets to that point and says, man, this is not right, and he can't stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and um, that's the big difference. So yeah, they come in all shapes and sizes: lawyers and lesbians and yeah. plumbers and. No, Thought he was going to keep going on the L's. Yeah. Lawyers, lesbians, yeah. <laughs> leprechauns, <Yeah. laughs> little assholes. Always <laughs> little assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so um, after that, uh, what, what, I guess the next thing I wanted to get into is what was it like in 2008? when Moss Construction started to go under and things like that. I know that was a very difficult time for everybody. What was that like for you then? After all this kind of stuff, you, you'd you finally, like, the Moss Construction's doing really great. You start to kind of, like, get, um, you know, you're, like, getting uh, going to AA and things like that. What was that like for you when all of a sudden, you know, everything gets kind of flipped upside down, the company start struggling and you had to kind of change career paths what was that like well you know it's pretty scary because um i have a skill set that was always in high demand so i never had to worry about a job yeah mm-hmm. and then um that industry's just kind of gone overnight yeah so now I'm, i've moved back into construction and uh, i like construction but i really don't know anything about construction Mm. I just know about accounting and computers and takeoffs and stuff like that. So um, I was, a, you know, I was in a lot of fear because I didn't know what was going to come. Yeah. So, you know, Mark and Hal were in a lot of fear. They had kind of gotten away from the company, and Bubba and Mackie left, so the company was really struggling. They were doing the best they could, and I got laid off first. You know? Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know. I took it pretty hard. I was, you know, my my marriage had failed, the business had failed. I didn't know what I was going to do, so I floundered for a while until, you know, yeah, I was able to get back in. So, yeah, you know, we tried to restart Moss a couple of times, and it just didn't work out. So, yeah. I eventually went to work for a general contractor as doing accounting and stuff and was very successful with that. And then uh, when Garrett started up Moss, um, he called and asked me if I wanted to help him get going. So yeah, I came over and went to, I left that general contractor and went to work for Garrett. And yeah. And so what was that like? Uh, so after... So after in 2008, and I'm gonna back up a little bit here, okay? Because that's um, that was such a like a weird time, and and I've been he- talking about that more and more with people that I work with because some of the older guys around our office have been talking about that and what it was like then when it came to work and things like that. They're, they're like you guys don't understand, you know, you're young, you haven't been in this business very long. You know, you guys are so used to there always being work and having an abundance of jobs to bid and abundance of opportunities for us. You don't understand what it's going to be like if there's another downturn at some point. And like that fear even now, I mean, it's it's been 13 years since that started and that fear is still there for these people that are still in their mind of something that it's thought about is like if that other happens again, we want to be prepared 
And so I and I was talking about that with them, and I'm like, I'm sure that was very humbling for you whenever all that was happening, because I'm I know that you're incredibly intelligent. You have a a vast skill set, and so you go from working in telecommunications to the dot com burst. Then you move into construction, and there's a in in the construction company you're working for focuses in subdivisions, and there's a housing crisis. That follows, and then I can I can remember too, um, you know, uh, that struggle that you had after that, and what that was like. Because I can remember we moved in with Granny and Pop and stuff. And one thing that I appreciate the shit out of, and I've never really told you before, is how much like what you did for us then to never feel like like to never feel like something what bad was happening or to be scared ourselves. Cause I can even remember whenever um, you left Moss construction, you getting us guitar hero, like a new PlayStation or something like that. And so that meant so much to me at the time, especially now having Halen and like thinking about what I would do, you know, if I was in that situation, if I was a parent in that situation. So that meant a lot to me. So well, I appreciate it. It was pretty difficult, you know. I was scared, and and you know, you want the best for your kids. Yeah, absolutely above everything. So, uh, um, I guess I didn't have any humility. I'd always been able to make a ton of money, mm-hmm. and uh, that wasn't true anymore. That's very confusing and humbling. Yeah, yeah. it'll sure make you seek God and a, and a higher understanding of what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's weird that growth happens in pain, but that's exactly the way it did. So, yeah. And having uh, been on this side of it, even going through COVID and everything, I wouldn't change anything about my life, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've won the lottery. I got beautiful kids and I get to. Come and do a podcast with my son and which kid's your favorite? Oh, Jason! Uh, Jason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're welcome, Jason. <laughs> and also, yeah. if none of that had happened, then there would be no podcast. We wouldn't even be friends. We wouldn't no. even know each other if, yeah. if you guys didn't move into Granny and Pops. No, then we wouldn't know each other. No, yeah. which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that kind of shit, man. Or maybe we would have. You know, yeah. true love finds a way, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you laugh about it, but it's 100% true. Like, it's what all that hardship made us where we're at today. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And so, uh, backing up a little bit here, whenever we moved back to Farmersville and stuff, that at that time was, um, was honestly, it was a times was a lot of fun i can remember i'm so thankful that we got to live with granny and pop and even ryan at the wedding you throwing in the thing about the DiGiorno's oh, that i was always yeah. i meant to you know i was always kind enough to let you have a DiGiorno's. What, what was it it was uh yeah you were always um kind enough to give me one slice of the whole DiGiorno dude we ran through those DiGiorno's. those DiGiorno's. and dude i don't know about you but back then i was completely oblivious to like everything that was going on as far as like the mortgage crisis and all that. I didn't know. Like, we I just no thought, idea. like, 
What's a mortgage? I came to Granny yeah. and Pops for the first time to hang out, and I was like, man, they're living, they're sitting pretty here at this beautiful place, this beautiful property. They got a golf cart. They don't care if I use it. Like, DiGiorno's all day. Nobody keeps tabs on me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, that was so much fun. I do have some bad blood with you, though, Brad. Yeah, uh, that's why I wanted yeah, to circle yeah. back to this. Uh, there was one time. One wait, wait, wait. Hold on, no. You have to say it like you did earlier. Okay? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hey, say, all right, motherfucker. No, 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 no. <laughs> Is that not what I said? No, listen, fucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> listen, fucker. So, <laughs> so back at Granny and Pops, yeah. back in, this is probably circa 09, we're upstairs hanging out, and John comes to you and he asks if I can stay the night. And all we were going to do was we were going to play some Call of Duty, eat some peanut butter crackers quietly in this room. You were very mean to me, and you said no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Real fucking no mean. Word. Real fucking mean. Yeah, yeah I, I must have been having a bad day. Yeah, well, <laughs> I never let that one go. Oh man, I said no to John a few times. I must have been having a day. It was a day. <laughs> yeah. It was a day. And maybe I did some. Maybe I left something in the in the common area there. And he was like, "This kid's a piece of shit, and he can't yeah. stay here." Anymore. <laughs> yeah. This shit keeps bringing, or this uh, this fucking kid keeps bringing my kid cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was slick about it too. Yeah. Was. We all thought we were slick. I just. Yeah. There's no way they're going to smell this on me right now. No way. No <laughs> way. We thought we were getting away with everything. We'd go on that... Uh, yeah, my, we, mom, my mom could smell an ant fart. I would not be able to pull that off. On <laughs> yeah, we thought we were we were slick shit. I mean, we... All the stupid shit. I remember one time, too, uh, when we were living there, and I'd gone to... We'd actually gone to like hang out or like a drink, but I didn't really drink then. Mm-hmm. And go to Garrett's house, and then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go back home." And this might have been when I first started school at Tech, and mm-hmm. I was back visiting or something like that. But I was in that old bedroom, mm-hmm. um, and I remember that you and Luke were gonna like come back to Grand Pops and stay. <laughs> and so I like went to sleep, and I woke up to uh, you knocking on my window. <laughs> On and the roof, the, yeah. yeah, on the roof to get me in, and yeah. so I was like, "What the fuck?" And like, just so confused because I opened the window and I let you in because my bed was right there next to that window. Yeah, your head was <laughs> right there when I started tapping. Yeah, and so then I just peek my head out the window and I see Luke pop out of the shadows and just go <laughs> give a little wave. Yeah, with a little wave, and so I was like, "Oh fuck!" These it was guys. so funny too because we were over at the the little awning or overhang or whatever you want to call it right there next to the apartment that Shane was in Yeah, and Luke gave me a boost up and I had both my hands on the edge of the roof he's pushing me up, I'm pushing up with my forearms and I just went face first into the, <laughs> into the shingles and like busted my chin a little bit so when I climbed up to you I had like blood on my chin yeah. I was like hey man can you let me in? <laughs> we gotta go unlock the door for Luke <laughs> and, and about that time period too there's so many little um, life lessons that you showed, like showed me or instilled in me, uh, like around that time period. I remember one time we were gonna go. Uh, I told you I was going to hang out at Ryan's house, and we went to Garrett's dad's house instead. And they were gonna be drinking and stuff. And so you called me and you're like, "Hey, where you at?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm at Ryan's." And you're like, "Yeah, well, I'm right up front." And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then you, as you're saying this, though, I'm a kid. 
and you start ordering tacos. You're at Jack in the Box, something <laughs> in a drive-through. But I don't put two and two together because I'm so in fear, and I'm like, "Oh, sorry, that we're actually at David's house. I'm sorry." <laughs> and, and you're just like, "Yeah, just don't fucking lie to me." It's you know whatever, and you kind of let it go. And then another time too that I tell people all the time is when I was in the fifth grade when we were living in Wiley. I remember playing football and. I remember one time I was like, Dad, I'm not, fe- I'm not feeling good. I don't want to go to practice. And you're like, okay, you don't want to fucking go to practice. Well, why don't we go? You're going to go to practice. And I want you to tell your coach you're not feeling good. And so you took me up there. You made me get dressed, go to practice, and tell my coach that I wasn't feeling well. So I get there. I walk over to the coach. And I'm like, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> And I fucking practice. <laughs> Worked perfectly. Oh, man. That's brilliant. Yeah. But I will say, too, you don't think about the impact of what you tell your kids. Because obviously, like, when they're younger and there's all the questions flowing and and all the curiosity, it's tough to, I'm sure, always, like, have the right answer. And it just sometimes you're just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. One time you told me... I asked about how the water got in Lake Levon, and you told me that they had brought water down from the Great Lakes, and so in trucks. So until I was like nineteen, I, I thought you that you t- yeah, yeah. But until I was like nineteen, I thought that they had actually taken water from the Great Lakes and brought it down to Texas, Lake Levon. And so Superior. I was in college, like I got accepted to a university, thinking that that was true. Engineering yeah, the yeah, yeah. I'm just like, well, of course they went ahead and loaded up all these trucks. Yeah, you're like, no, up. hear me out. These are big trucks we're talking. Yeah, about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's incredible. That's you know, so, the Underground Railroad. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man, but yeah, good times. A lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, so did you, I guess you didn't answer the question about the favorite brother thing. No, he did. He did? He blatantly oh, said yeah, it yeah. was Jason. <laughs> no, 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 not between me and, uh, but for you. Oh, oh, brother. your favorite brother. You kind of you gave Mark the, the thumbs up, I guess you're kind of. Mark and I have all, all, always been very close. You know, there's I, absolutely, uh, Mark would do anything for me. Like if yeah. I was charged with a murder right now, Mark would come and bail me out. Let's yeah. test it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah. He didn't mean to murder those folks. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good impression, Mark. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Hal was always more um, aloof or alone. Hal had his set of friends. So, yeah. I wouldn't say I love one more than the other, but right, I've always been yeah. closer to Mark. And, yeah. yeah. Well, and also, too, even, uh, I mean, shit, we lived in Farmersville. Mark lived in Farmersville and stuff, and, and um, Hal was always over, and he lived in Allen or Plano or something like that. And, um, yeah, and I can remember going over there so many times, having a lot of fun, um, going over to Uncle Hal's, and, and, um, I can remember too. Me and Jason talk about it all the time when we were little, because they, you know, Mark and Hal were doing really well, mm-hmm. and Mark was, I think, always a little bit more aware than Hal was, and so you couldn't really pull one over on Mark like this. But with Hal, 
every time we see him, we'd be like, yeah, Uncle Howe, I just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. And so you get a hundred bucks from him every time. You <laughs> yeah. It would just peel off for crispy every time. We go. <laughs> yeah, dude. So oh, my brother and his sister when we go. Yeah, I'm glad I just had a birthday. And oh, look that. up at him, and he yeah, he'd, he'd slip us in. That is crispy. slick. Dang, that was a good play. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd like to say too, I've always appreciated you, Brad, because you were always a cool person and always nice to me except for that one time you're right you're always very nice to me and i always felt welcome in the moss household and i've always appreciated spending so much time with y'all's wow. family and feeling like part of the family yeah. ever since i was a kid so well my whole family loves you we're glad you're part of our tribe oh thank you thank you the feeling is mutual i'm gonna crash the next uh next reunion yeah. cry <laughs> I fucking love you guys. <laughs> yeah, but, but well, yeah. I, I just I love the shit out of you, Dan. I really appreciate you a great deal. I thank you a lot for doing this and for uh, sharing your story and everything. And it's been uh, a whirlwind. It's been crazy. And I know it's been going through a lot recently. And um, with how passing away and stuff, I know that's not easy. And oh, man. Uh, it's so tough you just don't expect it yeah you kid yourself and you think if you're prepared if you're prepared enough it won't hurt and it's just not true yeah Can't avoid it. Yeah. you've yeah. been through a similar thing it's like when you know it's coming mm-hmm. maybe you can do something to make yeah. it less brutal no no yeah but there's no avoiding it yeah but I I thank you for being a great dad and for always having a good sense of humor and for you know I mean like just that's one of like I mean I can't even describe like what you mean to me and uh, it just means a lot so I love you and I appreciate it and it's very rewarding for me to see how you um, treat your wife and your you know what a good dad you are and stuff I can see my dad and you doing that stuff and it makes me proud so, uh, my dad was an exceptional man. So that means a lot. He made a good so, boy, yeah. even though he's your second favorite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad for second. Favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit, Jason's got some high standards over there. He must be doing real well. <laughs> yeah, he he did a lot better in school. I I spent a lot more time in Saturday school than he did. So, <laughs> you know, I, I can remember fucking having to go to Saturday school. We were living in Wiley. On a snow day, and I was so pissed. Oh man, I wanted to. Uh, I was just. Oh, all God. the kids were having fun. They were just fucking up shit in the apartment complex. They were just mm-hmm. out there having a blast. So then I'm heading to load up and go to fucking. You were writing sentences. <sighs> yeah. I will not call my teacher a bitch. I will not call my teacher a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, on that note, thank you again for being here. We'll have to do this again at some point, and uh, it means a lot. We love you. And do. also, wait, are we going to do the, you want to play a song? You interested in the song? The sign off? Do you want to play a song? I can set up real quick. Huh? You want to play something? Uh, uh, maybe next time? Not too positive. We'll figure it out. Okay. Leave All them. right. We'll be back. Leave the people wanting more. Come on. They want more. <laughs>